Good morning, good morning everybody. This is a blessed new day that the Lord has made. We rejoice in joyfulness of knowing that the Lord has given us strength for today. His joy is our strength indeed. And so we are grateful this morning for each one of you and we thank God for you. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful to you this morning. Thank you for your loving kindness that I knew, your mercies that I knew this morning. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness through the night we have slept well. We thank you, Father, for a fresh new day and the things that you have ahead of us for this day. Lord, as we share your word, we pray that your Holy Spirit will help us to divide your word rightly and so that we can benefit from your word because your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We thank you and we honor you as we share. Be with us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. This morning, I'd like to just share with us a, a message on how we should not limit the Holy One of Israel. How we should not limit God. The Bible says in Psalm 78, 41, talking about the, about the Israelites, it says that they turned their back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. I want to encourage us this morning not to limit God in what he can do in our lives because God is huge. God is great. The whole of the universe cannot contain him. In fact, he is the one who holds all things together. He holds all things through the word of his power, the power of his word. He holds everything in his hands because he is the one who created the heavens and the earth and everything in the earth, both visible and invisible. So God is huge and great. And God is unlimited. He is limitless. God is limitless. He is finite. Infinite, sorry. Finite is us. Us, we are the ones who are limited. But God is infinite. He is limitless. He is God all by himself. And not many times, there's an image that we have, not many times, but Usually there is an image that we have on the inside of us of who we are and what we can do. And many times we, we are beaten up by the enemy and, and he, he beats up our hopes and our dreams out of us so that now we suffer not knowing who we are, even who we are in God. Many believers do not even know who they are in Christ. There's, there's so much that has been 
put in the word for us that God has said in the word concerning us that we should know that we are. But sadly, life and the devil <laughs> have done a pretty good job of beating the hopes and dreams out of us. And so we are not the only ones who suffer ourselves. But when this happens, even others suffer. Because each one of us has God-given things in us. We have some God-given qualities in us that are intended for others. They are intended to bless people around us. So if we don't reach our full potential, then those people also won't receive their miracles when we don't see ourselves as God sees us, then we are also limiting what God can do in us. We are limiting what God can do for others through us. So we are limiting God in our lives because of the way we see ourselves, because of the image that we have of ourselves in us. The Bible says, uh, in 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 First Corinthians three and verse uh, thirteen, that every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. This verse says that every man's work will be tried for what sort it is, not what size it is but what kind, what kind of work it is. You know, uh, we are not all, it's not the intention that all of us should do something that gets the attention of the world. In other words, you know, to be famous and to be known all over, to be that preacher man who is known in the whole of Kenya or in the whole of East Africa or in the world. But, we are all, each one of us is created by God to be able to shake our worlds. We have a world where we live in. We have an area of influence. For example, I have the area of influence of my home. I can affect the people in my home. I can affect the people in my family, my husband, our children. I can affect them by influencing them positively. So I can shake my world around me and do things that nobody else can do in this space that I have. I can make a difference in, the, in my world. So each one of us, wherever we are, we can make a difference because God has placed things in us that he would want to use to be a blessing to others, even to be a blessing to your family. So we need to look at ourselves in the eyes of God, how God sees us. He created us in his image. He created us in his likeness. And so he expects us to look at ourselves in that light, in the light of how he created us and the things that he has said and spoken about us in his word. So we need to live in a way that People will miss us when we are not there. The Bible talks about us being the salt of the earth, being the light of the world. God is able to cause us 
to be such salt in the earth, such a light in the world, that when we are not present, there is darkness. That when we are not present, there is no taste because we are the salt of the earth. But we limit God because we don't think of ourselves in that light. And so we fail God because we make him look like we, you know, like he is not, he, he is not actually, he has not done what he needs to have done or he, he didn't do what he has said. So we limit him. Yeah. One of the greatest limits to what God can do in our lives is when we compare ourselves with the wrong people. And many times we do. We compare ourselves with the wrong people. We want to be like so-and-so. We want to be like uh, this famous person. We want to emulate these uh, famous people wherever we, our, our, our influence is. But that is wrong. Paul says that when we measure ourselves by ourselves or compare ourselves among ourselves, it is not wise. That is in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12. He says, but they, they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, they are not wise. So we need to be inspired by seeing, seeing ourselves in God's image, seeing ourselves in the ability that God has put in us. There are abilities that God has put in us. We need to allow those abilities and allow God to work through those abilities in us. The other day we were talking about God's plans for us. The image inside of us is, can create a ceiling or a limit to what God can accomplish in us. Because we put a limit and we say, that we think of ourselves as small, we think of ourselves as unable, we think of ourselves as, you know, we cannot, we think of ourselves as we, we are just going to fail. And so we limit what God has already deposited in us that he is able to use to catapult us and to bring us to a place of greatness because God wants to put us in a place of greatness. The world has defined greatness differently. God, God's definition of greatness is not what the world defines as greatness. God has already put in us qualities and different things that can cause us to become great in our own influences here in the world. If we see ourselves as, as, as though we are nobody special, then we won't be anybody special because we don't see ourselves as special. But God thinks of us as special. God never made a sham. He never created something that is foolish or, or, or unworthy. He created us in his image and his likeness. And he has plans for each of us that exceed even what we are experiencing right now. The plans God has for us exceed what we are. We, we are the ones who have limited God. But God has great, great, great plans for humanity and even for us. 
as, as believers, as his children. We were made for greatness. And so this morning, even as you go out there, even as you go about your business, remember that you were meant for greatness. The Bible says, according to, uh, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 3 and verse 13, every man's work shall be made manifest. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. What sort of work? What sort of work? It will be tried. Not, not, uh, not what size it is, but what sort. What, what sort of work it is. So not all of us uh, will be able to do the same things. We will all be able to do different things. But we need to live in such a way that people will miss us when we are not there. And we should not compare ourselves with one another. So Paul was one of the people who would have judged himself and made himself, you know, and, and mis misjudged himself and looked down on himself. Because he had issues with his stature and his speech, he even talks about it. In stature and speech, he was not the greatest. But you see, people were using that to judge him, you know, and using the wrong standards to judge him. But in spiritual things, Paul was a giant. Paul was a giant. And even to date, we still talk about him. We still benefit from the revelations that the Lord um, gave him. He took the limits. He, 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 he decided not to limit himself through how he looked like, through his stature, through his speech. He did not mind how he looked like. So he did not allow himself to limit God in what God can do through him. That's why we are still benefiting from what Paul did. So we need to have that kind of a picture, that kind of a picture of ourselves that God is able to do great things through us, no matter how we look like, no matter how tall or short or big or small we are, God is able to do things through us. Amen. So I would like to ask you this morning, are you making a significant contribution to your family and friends? Are you making other people's lives better? Are you allowing God to work in you to cause others to be blessed? Are you using the gifts that God has put in you or are you limiting yourself? Are you looking at yourself and saying, I can't? Are you looking at yourself and saying, I am not like so-and-so? Are you looking at yourself and saying, it's the color of my skin. You don't understand. I don't have education. It's my spouse. I was abused as a child. You know, we have a million and one reasons, but none of these reasons are controlling our lives. 
It's just the way we think. It's just how we are thinking in our hearts. That will determine a lot of things. So we need to stir ourselves up. I want to encourage you this morning. Stir up, stir up yourself so that you don't settle at the bottom. You are more than a conqueror. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Yes, you are. So it, it can take a lot of effort, but you can make declarations every morning, even this morning. Make declarations, say, I am above and not beneath. I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. We should stop limiting God in our lives. And the way we limit God is the way we view ourselves. Our mental picture of ourselves that can even hinder others from being blessed. We want to be a blessing in the world today. How about people just missing you? Because of the things that you do for them. Because of the way you have blessed their lives. That is the desire of God for us. And so I want to encourage us this morning. And let us know that God wants to do great things in our lives. And he has already made plans for it. It's not like he's planning now. He has already made the plans. All we need to do is align ourselves with those plans and tell ourselves, God, today, what do you have for me? How can I go out there and be a blessing to somebody? How can I influence my, my world, the world around me? Because you are a great God in me. So today, go out there. Do not limit what God can do. Because God is limitless. There is nothing that God cannot do. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning that you are a great God. There is no limit to what you can do. We are the ones who limit you, but you are limitless. This morning, open our hearts. Grant us understanding. Give us an understanding even to see ourselves as you see us. Open our eyes. Help us to perceive that which you have for us and to know that you have great and mighty good plans for us. Help us to influence people around us today. Help us to be a blessing to somebody without limiting you in our lives. Thank you for the things you have deposited in us. The values, the things, the precious things you have put and deposited in us. May they arise even this morning and be a blessing to somebody. We give you honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed and believed. Amen and amen. Go ahead and have yourself a great, victorious, limitless day. God bless you. Hear, O Israel. You are to cross over the Jordan today and go in to dispossess nations greater and mightier than yourself. 
Cities, great and fortified, up to heaven. A people, great and tall. The descendants of Anakim, whom you know, and of whom you have heard it said, who can stand before the descendants of Anak? Therefore understand today that the Lord your God is he who goes over before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you. So you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord has said to you. Do not think in your heart after the Lord your God has cast them out before you, saying, Because of my righteousness the Lord has brought me in to possess this land. But it is because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is driving them out from before you. It is not because of your righteousness or the uprightness of your heart that you go in to possess their land, but because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord your God drives them out from before you and that he may fulfill the word which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Therefore understand that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land to possess because of your righteousness. For you are a stiff-necked people, Remember, do not forget how you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness. From the day that you departed from the land of Egypt until you came to this place, you have been rebellious against the Lord. Also in Horeb you provoked the Lord to wrath, so that the Lord was angry enough with you to have destroyed you. When I went up into the mountain to receive the tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant which the Lord made with you, then I stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water. Then the Lord delivered to me two tablets of stone written with the finger of God. And on them were all the words which the Lord had spoken to you on the mountain from the midst of the fire in the day of the assembly. And it came to pass at the end of forty days and forty nights 
that the Lord gave me the two tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant. Then the Lord said to me, Arise, go down quickly from here, for your people whom you brought out of Egypt have acted corruptly. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molded image. Furthermore, the Lord spoke to me. I have seen this people, and indeed they are a stiff-necked people. Let me alone, that I may destroy them and blot out their name from under heaven. And I will make of you a nation mightier and greater than they. So I turned and came down from the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire, and the two tablets of the covenant were in my two hands. And I looked, and behold, you had sinned against the Lord your God, and made for yourselves a molded calf. You had turned aside quickly from the way which the Lord had commanded you. Then I took the two tablets and threw them out of my two hands and broke them before your eyes. And I fell down before the Lord as at the first forty days and forty nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water because of all your sin, which you committed in doing wickedly in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger, for I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure with which the Lord was angry with you to destroy you. But the Lord listened to me at that time also. And the Lord was very angry with Aaron and would have destroyed him. So I prayed for Aaron also, at the same time. Then I took your sin, the calf which you had made, and burned it with fire, and crushed it, and ground it very small until it was as fine as dust. And I threw its dust into the brook that descended from the mountain, also at Taborah and Massa and Kibroth Ateava. You provoked the Lord to wrath. Likewise, when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and possess the land which I have given you, then you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God, and you did not believe him, 
nor obey his voice. You have been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. Thus I prostrated myself before the Lord forty days and forty nights. I kept prostrating myself because the Lord had said he would destroy you. Therefore I prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord God, do not destroy your people and your inheritance, whom you have redeemed through your greatness, whom you have brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do not look on the stubbornness of this people, or on their wickedness or their sin, lest the land from which you brought us should say, Because the Lord was not able to bring them to the land which he promised them, and because he hated them, he has brought them out to kill them in the wilderness. Yet they are your people and your inheritance, whom you brought out by your mighty power and by your outstretched arm. At that time, the Lord said to me, Hew for yourself two tablets of stone like the first, and come up to me on the mountain, and make yourself an ark of wood. And I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke, broke and you shall put them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood, hewed two tablets of stone like the first, and went up the mountain, having the two tablets in my hand. And he wrote on the tablets according to the first writing the Ten Commandments, which the Lord had spoken to you in the mountain from the midst of the fire in the day of the assembly. And the Lord gave them to me. Then I turned and came down from the mountain and put the tablets in the ark which I had made, and there they are, just as the Lord commanded me. Now the children of Israel journeyed from the wells of Beni Jeachan to Mazirah, where Aaron died and where he was buried. And Eleazar his son ministered as priest in his stead. From there they journeyed to Gudgoda, and from Gudgoda to Jotbatha, a land of rivers of water. At that time, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord to minister to him and to bless in his name.
to this day. Therefore Levi has no portion nor inheritance with his brethren. The Lord is his inheritance, just as the Lord your God promised him. As at the first time, I stayed in the mountain forty days and forty nights. The Lord also heard me at that time, and the Lord chose not to destroy you. Then the Lord said to me, Arise, begin your journey before the people, that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes which I command you today for your good. Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong to the Lord your God. Also the earth with all that is in it. The Lord delighted only in your fathers to love them. And he chose their descendants after them, you above all peoples, as it is this day. Therefore, circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and be stiff-necked no longer, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality, nor takes a bribe. He administers justice for the fatherless and the widow, and loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. Therefore, love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God. You shall serve him, and to him you shall hold fast and take oaths in his name. He is your praise, and he is your God who has done for you these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt with seventy persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as the stars of heaven in multitude.
Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his judgments, and his commandments always. Know today that I do not speak with your children, who have not known and who have not seen the chastening of the Lord your God, his greatness and his mighty hand and his outstretched arm, his signs and his acts which he did in the midst of Egypt to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to all his land. What he did to the army of Egypt to their horses and their chariots, how he made the waters of the Red Sea overflow them as they pursued you, and how the Lord has destroyed them to this day. What he did for you in the wilderness until you came to this place and what he did to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, the son of Reuben, how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up, their households, their tents, and all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of all Israel. But your eyes have seen every great act of the Lord which he did. Therefore you shall keep every commandment which I command you today, that you may be strong and go in and possess the land which you cross over to possess and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swore to give your fathers to them and their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land which you go to possess is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seed and watered it by foot as a vegetable garden. But the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys which drinks water from the rain of heaven. A land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it, from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will give you the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain. 
that you may gather in your grain, your new wine, and your oil, and I will send grass in your fields for your livestock, that you may eat and be filled. Take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them, lest the Lord's anger be aroused against you, and he shut up the heavens so that there be no rain, and the land yield no produce and you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord is giving you. Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, like the days of the heavens above the earth. For if you carefully keep all these commandments which I command you to do, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to hold fast to him. Then the Lord will drive out all these nations from before you, and you will dispossess greater and mightier nations than yourselves. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours. From the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even to the western sea, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will put the dread of you and the fear of you upon all the land where you tread. Just as he has said to you, Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, 
But turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known. Now it shall be when the Lord your God has brought you into the land which you go to possess that you shall put the blessing on Mount Gerizim and the curse on Mount Ebal. Are they not on the other side of the Jordan, toward the setting sun, in the land of the Canaanites who dwelled in the plain opposite Gilgal, beside the terebinth trees of Moreh? For you will cross over the Jordan and go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you. And you will possess it and dwell in it. And you shall be careful to observe all the statutes and judgments which I set before you today. These are the statutes and judgments which you shall be careful to observe in the land which the Lord God of your fathers is giving you to possess all the days that you live on the earth. You shall utterly destroy all the places where the nations which you shall dispossess served their gods on the high mountains, and on the hills, and under every green tree. And you shall destroy their altars, break their sacred pillars, and burn their wooden images with fire. You shall cut down the carved images of their gods, and destroy their names from that place. You shall not worship the Lord your God with such things, but you shall seek the place where the Lord your God chooses out of all your tribes to put his name for his dwelling place. And there you shall go. There you shall take your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the heave offerings of your hand, your vowed offerings, your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks. And there you shall eat before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice in all to which you have put your hand, you and your households, in which the Lord your God has blessed you. You shall not at all do as we are doing here today. Every man 
doing whatever is right in his own eyes. For as yet you have not come to the rest and the inheritance which the Lord your God is giving you. But when you cross over the Jordan and dwell in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to inherit, and he gives you rest from all your enemies round about, so that you dwell in safety. Then there will be the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. There you shall bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the heave offerings of your hand, and all your choice offerings which you vow to the Lord. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your sons and your daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levite who is within your gates, since he has no portion nor inheritance with you. Take heed to yourself that you do not offer your burnt offerings in every place that you see, but in the place which the Lord chooses, in one of your tribes, there you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that I command you. However, you may slaughter and eat meat within all your gates, whatever your heart desires, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given you. The unclean and the clean may eat of it, of the gazelle and the deer alike. Only you shall not eat the blood. You shall pour it on the earth like water. You may not eat within your gates the tithe of your grain or your new wine or your oil of the firstborn of your herd or your flock of any of your offerings which you vow, of your free will offerings, or of the heave offering of your hand. But you must eat them before the Lord your God in the place which the Lord your God chooses. You and your son and your daughter your male servant and your female servant and the Levite who is within your gates. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God in all to which you put your hands. Take heed to yourself that you do not forsake the Levite as long as you live in your land. When the Lord your God enlarges your border as he has promised you, and you say, let me eat meat, 
because you long to eat meat. You may eat as much meat as your heart desires. If the place where the Lord your God chooses to put his name is too far from you, then you may slaughter from your herd and from your flock which the Lord has given you, just as I have commanded you. And you may eat within your gates as much as your heart desires. Just as the gazelle and the deer are eaten, so you may eat them, the unclean and the clean alike may eat them. Only be sure that you do not eat the blood, for the blood is the life. You may not eat the life with the meat. You shall not eat it. You shall pour it on the earth like water. You shall not eat it, that it may go well with you and your children after you. When you do what is right in the sight of the Lord, only the holy things which you have and your vowed offerings you shall take and go to the place which the Lord chooses. And you shall offer your burnt offerings, the meat and the blood, on the altar of the Lord your God. And the blood of your sacrifices shall be poured out on the altar of the Lord your God. And you shall eat the meat Observe and obey all these words which I command you, that it may go well with you and your children after you forever. When you do what is good and right in the sight of the Lord your God, when the Lord your God cuts off from before you the nations which you go to dispossess, and you displace them and dwell in their land, take heed to yourself that you are not ensnared to follow them after they are destroyed from before you, and that you do not inquire after their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? I also will do likewise. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way. For every abomination to the Lord which he hates, they have done to their gods. For they burn even their sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. Whatever I command you, be careful to observe it. You shall not add to it, nor take away from it.
If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, shall be put to death, because he has spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall put away the evil from your midst. If your brother, the son of your mother, your son or your daughter, the wife of your bosom, or your friend who is as your own soul, secretly entices you, saying, Let us go and serve other gods, which you have not known. Neither you nor your fathers of the gods of the people which are all around you near to you or far off from you, from one end of the earth to the other end of the earth, you shall not consent to him or listen to him, nor shall your eye pity him, nor shall you spare him or conceal him, but you shall surely kill him. Your hand shall be first against him to put him to death, and afterward the hand of all of the people. And you shall stone him with stones until he dies, because he sought to entice you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. So all Israel shall hear and fear, and not again do such wickedness as this among you. If you hear someone in one of your cities, which the Lord your God gives you to dwell in, saying, Corrupt men have gone out from among you and enticed the inhabitants of their city, saying, Let us go and serve other gods, which you have not known. 
Then you shall inquire, search out, and ask diligently. And if it is indeed true and certain that such an abomination was committed among you, you shall surely strike the inhabitants of that city with the edge of the sword, utterly destroying it, all that is in it and its livestock with the edge of the sword. And you shall gather all its plunder into the middle of the street and completely burn with fire the city and all its plunder for the Lord your God. It shall be a heap forever. It shall not be built again. So none of the accursed things shall remain in your hand that the Lord may turn from the fierceness of his anger and show you mercy. Have compassion on you and multiply you, just as he swore to your fathers, because you have listened to the voice of the Lord your God to keep all his commandments which I command you today to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord your God. You are the children of the Lord your God. You shall not cut yourselves nor shave the front of your head for the dead. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God, and the Lord has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. You shall not eat any detestable thing, These are the animals which you may eat. The ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazelle, the roe deer, the wild goat, the mountain goat, the antelope, and the mountain sheep. And you may eat every animal with cloven hooves having the hoof split into two parts, and that chews the cud among the animals. Nevertheless, of those that chew the cud or have cloven hooves, you shall not eat such as these, the camel, the hare, and the rock, Hyrax, for they chew the cud but do not have cloven hooves. They are unclean for you. Also the swine is unclean for you, because it has cloven hooves, yet does not chew the cud. You shall not eat their flesh or touch their dead carcasses, 
These you may eat of all that are in the waters. You may eat all that have fins and scales. And whatever does not have fins and scales, you shall not eat. It is unclean for you. All clean birds you may eat. But these you shall not eat. The eagle, the vulture, the buzzard, the red kite, the falcon, and the kite after their kinds. Every raven after its kind, the ostrich, the short-eared owl, the seagull, and the hawk after their kinds. The little owl, the screech owl, the white owl, the jackdaw, the carrion vulture, the fisher owl, the stork, the heron after its kind, and the hoopoe and the bat. Also every creeping thing that flies is unclean for you. They shall not be eaten. You may eat all clean birds. You shall not eat anything that dies of itself. You may give it to the alien who is within your gates, that he may eat it. Or you may sell it to a foreigner, for you are a holy people to the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. You shall truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the field produces year by year, and you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place where he chooses to make his name abide, the tithe of your grain and your new wine and your oil. Of the firstborn of your herds and your flocks, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. But if the journey is too long for you, so that you are not able to carry the tithe. Or if the place where the Lord your God chooses to put his name is too far for a mule, when the Lord your God has blessed you, then you shall exchange it for money. Take the money in your hand and go to the place which the Lord your God chooses. And you shall spend that money for whatever your heart desires. For oxen or sheep, for wine or similar drink, for whatever your heart desires. You shall eat there before the Lord your God, 
and you shall rejoice, you and your household. You shall not forsake the Levite who is within your gates, for he has no part nor inheritance with you. At the end of every third year, you shall bring out the tithe of your produce of that year and store it up within your gates. And the Levite, because he has no portion or inheritance with you, and the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow who are within your gates, may come and eat and be satisfied that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. At the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release of debts, and this is the form of the release. Every creditor who has lent anything to his neighbor shall release it. He shall not require it of his neighbor or his brother, because it is called the Lord's release. Of a foreigner, you may require it, but you shall give up your claim to what is owed by your brother, except when there may be no poor among you. For the Lord will greatly bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess as an inheritance. Only if you carefully obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe with care all these commandments which I command you today. For the Lord your God will bless you just as he promised you. You shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow. You shall reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over you. If there is among you a poor man of your brethren within any of the gates in your land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother. But you shall open your hand wide to him and willingly lend him sufficient for his need whatever he needs. Beware, lest there be a wicked thought in your heart, saying, the seventh year the year of release is at hand, and your eye be evil against your poor brother, and you give him nothing, and he cry out to the Lord against you, and it becomes sin 
among you. You shall surely give to him, and your heart should not be grieved when you give to him. Because for this thing, the Lord your God will bless you in all your works and in all to which you put your hand. For the poor will never cease from the land. Therefore, I command you, saying, you shall open your hand wide to your brother, to your poor and your needy in your land. If your brother, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman is sold to you and serves you six years, then in the seventh year, you shall let him go free from you. And when you send him away free from you, you shall not let him go away empty-handed. You shall supply him liberally from your flock, from your threshing floor, and from your winepress. From what the Lord your God has blessed you with, you shall give to him. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. Therefore I command you this thing today, and if it happens that he says to you, I will not go away from you, because he loves you and your house, since he prospers with you. Then you shall take an awl and thrust it through his ear to the door, and he shall be your servant forever. Also to your female servant you shall do likewise. It shall not seem hard to you when you send him away free from you, for he has been worth a double hired servant in serving you six years. Then the Lord your God will bless you in all that you do. All the firstborn males that come from your herd and your flock you shall sanctify to the Lord your God. You shall do no work with the firstborn of your herd, nor shear the firstborn of your flock. You and your household shall eat it before the Lord your God year by year in the place which the Lord chooses. But if there is a defect in it, if it is lame or blind or has any serious defect, you shall not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You may eat it within your gates. The unclean and the clean person alike may eat it 
as if it were a gazelle or a deer. Only you shall not eat its blood. You shall pour it on the ground like water. Observe the month of Abib and keep the Passover to the Lord your God. For in the month of Abib, the Lord your God brought you out of Egypt by night. Therefore you shall sacrifice the Passover to the Lord your God from the flock and the herd in the place where the Lord chooses to put his name. You shall eat no leavened bread with it. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread with it. That is the bread of affliction, for you came out of the land of Egypt in haste, that you may remember the day in which you came out of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. And no leaven shall be seen among you in all your territory for seven days. Nor shall any of the meat which you sacrifice the first day at twilight remain overnight until morning. You may not sacrifice the Passover within any of your gates which the Lord your God gives you, but at the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide, there you shall sacrifice the Passover at twilight, at the going down of the sun, at the time you came out of Egypt, and you shall roast and eat it in the place which the Lord your God chooses, and in the morning you shall turn and go to your tents. Six days you shall eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a sacred assembly to the Lord your God. You shall do no work on it. You shall count seven weeks for yourself. Begin to count the seven weeks from the time you begin to put the sickle to the grain. Then you shall keep the Feast of Weeks to the Lord your God with the tribute of a free will offering from your hand, which you shall give as the Lord your God blesses you. You shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your son and your daughter, your male servant and your female servant, the Levite who is within your gates, the stranger and the fatherless and the widow who are among you, 
at the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. And you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt. And you shall be careful to observe these statutes. You shall observe the Feast of Tabernacles seven days. When you have gathered from your threshing floor and from your winepress. And you shall rejoice in your feast, you and your son and your daughter, your male servant and your female servant, and the Levite, the stranger, and the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates. Seven days you shall keep a sacred feast to the Lord your God in the place which the Lord chooses. Because the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce and in all the work of your hands, so that you surely rejoice. Three times a year, all your males shall appear before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses. At the Feast of Unleavened Bread, at the Feast of Weeks, and at the Feast of Tabernacles. And they shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God which he has given you. You shall appoint judges and officers in all your gates, which the Lord your God gives you, according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. You shall not pervert justice. You shall not show partiality, nor take a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. You shall follow what is altogether just, that you may live and inherit the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not plant for yourself any tree as a wooden image near the altar which you build for yourself to the Lord your God. You shall not set up a sacred pillar which the Lord your God hates. You shall not sacrifice to the Lord your God a bull or sheep which has any blemish or defect, for that is an abomination to the Lord your God. If there is found among you within any of your gates which the Lord your God gives you, 
A man or a woman who has been wicked in the sight of the Lord your God, in transgressing his covenant, who has gone and served other gods and worshipped them, either the sun or moon, or any of the host of heaven, which I have not commanded, and it is told you, and you hear of it. Then you shall inquire diligently. And if it is indeed true and certain that such an abomination has been committed in Israel, then you shall bring out to your gates that man or woman who has committed that wicked thing, and shall stone to death that man or woman with stones. Whoever is deserving of death shall be put to death on the testimony of two or three witnesses. He shall not be put to death on the testimony of one witness. The hands of the witnesses shall be the first against him to put him to death, and afterward the hands of all the people. So you shall put away the evil from among you. If a matter arises, which is too hard for you to judge between degrees of guilt for bloodshed, between one judgment or another, or between one punishment or another, matters of controversy within your gates. Then you shall arise and go up to the place which the Lord your God chooses and you shall come to the priests, the Levites, and to the judge there in those days, and inquire of them. They shall pronounce upon you the sentence of judgment. You shall do according to the sentence which they pronounce upon you in that place which the Lord chooses. And you shall be careful to do according to all that they order you. According to the sentence of the law in which they instruct you, according to the judgment which they tell you, you shall do. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left from the sentence which they pronounce upon you. Now the man who acts presumptuously and will not heed the priest who stands to minister there before the Lord your God or the judge, that man shall die. So you shall put away the evil from Israel and all the people shall hear and fear, and no longer act presumptuously.
When you come to the land which the Lord your God is giving you, and possess it and dwell in it, and say, I will set a king over me like all the nations that are around me, you shall surely set a king over you whom the Lord your God chooses. One from among your brethren you shall set as king over you. You may not set a foreigner over you who is not your brother, but he shall not multiply horses for himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt to multiply horses. For the Lord has said to you, you shall not return that way again. Neither shall he multiply wives for himself, lest his heart turn away. Nor shall he greatly multiply silver and gold for himself. Also, it shall be when he sits on the throne of his kingdom that he shall write for himself a copy of this law in a book from the one before the priests, the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God and be careful to observe all the words of this law and these statutes, that his heart may not be lifted above his brethren that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left, and that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. The priests, the Levites, all the tribe of Levi shall have no part nor inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the offerings of the Lord made by fire and his portion. Therefore they shall have no inheritance among their brethren. The Lord is their inheritance as he said to them. And this shall be the priests due from the people, from those who offer a sacrifice, whether it is bull or sheep. They shall give to the priest the shoulder, the cheeks, and the stomach, the first fruits of your grain and your new wine and your oil, and the first of the fleece of your sheep you shall give him. For the Lord your God has chosen him out of all your tribes to stand to minister in the name of the Lord, him and his sons forever. So if a Levite comes from any of your gates from where he dwells among all Israel 
mind comes with all the desire of his mind to the place which the Lord chooses. Then he may serve in the name of the Lord his God as all his brethren the Levites do, who stand there before the Lord. They shall have equal portions to eat, besides what comes from the sale of his inheritance. When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For these nations which you will dispossess listened to soothsayers and diviners but as for you, the Lord your God has not appointed such for you. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst, from your brethren. Him you shall hear according to all you desired of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, nor let me see this great fire any more, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, What they have spoken is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren, and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my words, which he speaks in my name, I will require it of him. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass, 
That is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You shall not be afraid of him.
is worthy to be praised. Oh Lord, you are good and faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to declare that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen.
God is good. Our God is merciful. Let's take a moment and reflect on God's goodness. We bless you, Lord. We thank you. We lift you up, O oh God. me the kindness of mercy that bought with blood wholeheartedly my soul undeserving God you're so
Testify today. God, you're so good. You're so good. God, you're so good. Where would we be without you, God? Without your grace and your mercy. 